Good afternoon and welcome to Auto Talk, everyone. I'm Dave Murphy, and along with my wife and business partner, Jan, we are your hosts of Auto Talk every Saturday at noon on WHIO's Ask the Expert Weekend. So glad you're joining me today. I want to wish all of you, Jan and I both do, and from our entire family, we want to wish all of you uh, a very, very <clears throat> thankful and happy Thanksgiving weekend. We hope you are enjoying it with family. Uh, maybe you've traveled or you've had them come to you. And uh, either way, uh, you know what a great time of the year. Uh, we thoroughly enjoy this. And as we kind of kick off the holidays with Thanksgiving, um, we just want to wish you all the very best. We thank you all for being here. We thank you for tuning in today on Auto Talk as well on your Saturday afternoon. Well, uh, Murphy's Auto Care uh, is uh, been serving our community for almost 30 years, as many of you know. And if you're new to the show and you uh, aren't familiar with our company, uh, I'll just tell you the quickest way to learn about us is just go to our website. It's murphysautocare.com, and uh, you'll see all about our company, our locations, our staff. Uh, hopefully pick up on some of the helpful tips we post in our blog. And uh, there's just a lot of uh, information there and uh, technology that helps you know more about the industry, more about your vehicle, and a whole lot more about Murphy's Auto Care and how we can help you. Uh, we are open Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. at both locations. We're here to serve you and your family's vehicle service needs. So check us out, like I said, again at murphysautocare.com. You can also follow us on our Facebook page. That's just Murphy's Auto Care. Uh, we have an Instagram page as well. And we're starting to do uh, some videos on YouTube off and on, as well as this show is a podcast. So uh, you can catch us there. We're also streaming right now live anywhere around the globe on whio.com. So uh, a lot of places we are and a lot of places you can catch us. And uh, we thank you so much for joining us and for spending your time with us. We really do appreciate that. All right. Well, Murphy's Auto Care and Auto Talk is and always has been committed to your vehicle safety, your dependability, because we know those two things when we really help you focus on that uh, and partner with you. Uh, that's what really helps you save money on your vehicles and helps them last much, much longer. So we're here to help you with that. Uh, today, uh, today is a show that uh, if you need to reach me, just uh, reach out to my email. That's dave at murphysautocare.com. Or you can uh, also just uh, send us a message or a question to our Facebook page. So that's how you can reach me. And uh, I've got, I've been excited to get together with you today. You know, if you've been following us, uh, the, the last several shows have all been uh, just about a half an hour program. Uh, but this is a full hour program. And I have got a lot of things I wanted, I've been wanting to share with you all. Uh, some of it is very, very focused about a particular experience Jan and I have had recently um, with, and, and many of the things that we've learned uh, about uh, our vehicle, our vehicle, one of our vehicles was in a total loss uh, situation um, uh, down in Florida due to the hurricane. So I wanted to share that experience with you, what we've learned, because there was quite a few things I took away from it that I really felt like could really help uh, our listeners. Uh, and uh, dealing with your insurance company or someone else's insurance company so that you truly are treated fairly and it's an equitable uh, solution and resolution. So we're going to talk about that today. Uh, before we do, I wanted to just kind of touch on real quickly 
Um, the uh, some of this cold weather we'd had last week. Wow, what a what a uh, <clears throat> reminder of what we've got coming. I'm sure we're you know we are getting a great weather today. It's nice. It's uh, it's not too cold, but folks. Uh, those, uh, I don't know, what we have four or five days where it was really cold down in the teens at night. Uh, we sure saw a big influx of folks' uh, vehicles um, in with things that, you know, they got surprised by. Uh, like, uh, well, I, I actually I put together my top tens because these are the things we saw the most of, and I just thought I'd run through that with you. Uh, and uh, so anyways, my top ten list of things for you to all be thinking about that you should have checked on your vehicle by whoever you take your vehicle to. Number one are your tires. Number two are your brakes. Number three is the alignment. Uh, number four for us, in our estimation, is the battery condition. We've talked about this a little bit over the last few shows as well. Also, um, determining the freeze protection of your antifreeze and also the quality of the antifreeze. Uh, you really want to make sure that right now, this time of year, it's in good condition. The rest of the fluids need attention as well. Uh, if the oil hasn't been changed in your engine, if the transmission fluid or oil has not been changed in your transmission, get it done. Um, also the differential fluids in your vehicle. If you only have a rear-wheel drive vehicle, then your rear differential fluid may be due or overdue to be changed. But all of these fluids need to be clean, folks. Um, it's what protects the components that uh, they lubricate, and it's also what keeps your fuel mileage uh, as high as it, as it can be for that vehicle. Uh, moving along, uh, number, I think, number six here or seven on my list is the spark plugs in your vehicle. Uh, as, assuming you don't have an EV, uh, it, whether you have a hybrid vehicle or whether you have an uh, uh, internal combustion engine, an ICE, uh, you know, if you haven't had spark plugs in it changed uh, in, uh, in quite a while, several years, ask your service provider to check them and see if it's, if it's due. Uh, that's uh, something that we, we see in, now in the modern era of automotive repair as being way overlooked. Uh, so many service providers don't replace spark plugs in vehicles. So get it checked if you haven't had it done. Um, all the filters on your car, the air filter, the cabin air filter, uh, you know, the fuel filter if you still have one, um, perhaps a transmission filter if it's something that can be replaced. So there's several filters on, on many vehicles, so you need to have that checked. We don't want to forget wiper blades either. Wiper blades can really, really cause problems right now this time of year. I know... Uh, we were out a couple days, got a lot of, you know, just got a lot of mix on the, on the windshield, and I was very thankful, you know, that we keep our wiper blades uh, replaced about every six months, uh, so we were able to uh, see where in the heck we're going. So wiper blades is also on my list of ten. The last thing that I, I really want to share with you is if the current software in your vehicle, or if the software on your vehicle is not current, you might consider having that updated. Um, not all shops are capable of that, but many shops are capable of at least determining if you have the current software on your vehicle. And if it needs to be updated, most shops know someone that can do that or they can do it internally themselves. Uh, but get that checked. So I wanted to, like I said, I wanted to cover that list with all of you today. If you've got questions about it, feel free to send me that an email at dave at murphysautocare.com. Like I mentioned earlier, we can talk about it. If you have a sp specific or particular concern about any of those, or maybe you want to add to that list, I'm very open to that. But uh, this time of year, as we see the temperatures drop, uh, we, we you know have uh, surprises for people. I, not that we do, but people get surprises by their vehicle. Um, so by not paying attention to those systems. So just wanted to bring that up for everybody. I want to take a second 
I want to give a big shout out to Carol from Versailles. Uh, Carol, uh, just a lovely, lovely person. We met her last week. Uh, she had brought her vehicle into our, our Centerville location, actually. And uh, we so appreciate her uh, making that drive, coming down to seeing us, uh, meeting Kent and Bobby and our team there. And uh, of course, we, we got her vehicle in tip-top condition for her. And uh, really a pleasure getting to know her. We look forward to seeing you again. But I just want to say thanks, Carol, uh, on behalf of our whole staff. Um, you know, most folks don't drive that far to have their automobile service maintained and repaired, and we greatly appreciate that, and uh, we look forward to seeing you in the future. So, anyways, thank you very, very much. Um, what do we have? Oh, yeah, yeah, I wanted, I don't want to forget this one. I had a, a recent um, email from a longtime listener who said, Hey, Dave, I think you need to cover the, a topic uh, that is, you know, high on a lot of people's minds. They're always wondering as the weather gets cold when we were just talking about that. You know, should they go out and start their car? Should they let it run and warm up? And that's that's something that we used to do years ago. You needed to let your vehicle warm up. It probably, you know, needed to run at least four or five minutes for it to get up to operating temperature. That way the heater would, you know, keep you warm in the car. That way the defroster could clean the windshield. And, you know, it was just more comfortable, uh, but it also got the uh, oil and the fluids warmed up, uh, so you had a better lubricity in the engine within the transmission and so forth, uh, primarily in the engine though, before you took off. Well, that is not true of modern vehicles, and, and most vehicles that are less than 20 years old, uh, they warm up very rapidly, they have electronic thermostats, uh, the cooling system has been designed to allow the engine to get up to operating temperature much quicker uh, than past vehicles have been. Um, so, so no, it's not really necessary to warm your vehicle up for an extended period of time. Typically, if your vehicle is parked outside, even like the weather and temperatures we had last week, uh, where we were, like I said, down in the teens, um, you know, a vehicle, if, if you go out and you start it, and uh, as you're getting yourself ready, putting your seatbelt on, and um, just, you know, getting ready to go. Uh, within a minute or two, uh, it's, uh, it's pumping oil through the engine and um, it's typically going to be fine. Um, but uh, you know, you, you may not have heat immediately uh, because you, got, you do need to let it warm up a little bit, but they do warm up much faster. So it's not necessary to let a vehicle run and warm up for extended periods of time anymore. Um, if you, for some reason, don't have heat uh, within three to four minutes in, in your vehicle today, uh, then there may be some kind of an issue, and it could be as simple as the the antifreeze itself is deteriorating because it hasn't you know been changed. It's overdue. Uh, it could be a little more concerning. It could be restrictions within the cooling system, perhaps in the heater core, uh, within the heater control valves. Uh, it, it could be a number of things, but you need to get in and get that checked. It could be a failing thermostat, but typically thermostats that fail on modern vehicles will actually trip the check engine light uh, with a um, thermostat code. Uh, so it's, they're not all vehicles do, but many, many do. So uh, at any rate, things to be looking out for. And I just wanted, I thought it was a great question from one of our listeners. And I wanted to get back and uh, follow up with that and just talk about it real briefly. So uh, anyways, I hope that is helpful to, to many of you. I, I do, I want to kind of stick with, with this topic um, <laughs> that uh, of my top 10 checks uh, because uh, we ran into a vehicle this week 
that had a, a radiator that had failed. And uh, as we were disassembling it after we had determined that the radiator was leaking and it had been stressed, uh, we were able to also determine that the transmission cooler on this vehicle and the vehicle's air conditioning condenser, which are all stacked in front of the radiator on the particular vehicle, all of them had been compromised by a, a uh, collision of this vehicle a couple of years prior. And um, so the, the, both of the coolers that were in front of the radiator, they actually were bent pretty seriously, um, but for whatever reason, not deemed uh, damaged enough to replace at the time of the accident. Of course, now we have, now the vehicle has a leak and has to have a radiator replaced. And uh, our experience would tell us that typically what we're going to see is that the, at least the air conditioning condenser uh, will, will probably fail next uh, because, of course, it's pressurized. It runs up high pressure, um, usually typically, uh, you know, about 200 pounds of pressure. And I'm surprised that it hadn't leaked already. Uh, and this is not a, an old vehicle. It's only about four or five years old. Uh, so uh, it's just one of those things that kind of helped me decide that I, we were going to talk about insurance damage, <clears throat> what really happens in, in the collision industry. And, and I'm certainly no expert. I'm not in the collision repair business, uh, but I'm very close to it just because of uh, folks that, we're, you know, that we refer to. We, we feel there are of many good collision body shops around our community and around the country. Uh, but there's there's certainly situations that they are forced to operate under uh, because of being more or less, um, I guess, controlled, I'll say, by many, many insurance companies. So it, it you know, it really behooves you um, to work with your collision provider, repair provider, I should say, to work and really fight for you with, with the insurance, uh, whether it's your insurance company or whether it's the insurance company uh, that may be uh, from someone else who may have caused an accident you were involved in. But uh, there's a lot of details. Uh, I'm sure if we could have an open conversation here, we would all hear uh, you know, different situations. But uh, I'll tell you what, I'm realizing I've got to run to a really quick break. We're going to come back with a whole lot more of this, so don't go anywhere. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Well, welcome back, everyone. Thanks so much for hanging in here with us through that brief break. You're listening to Auto Talk. I'm your host, Dave Murphy, along with my business partner and wife, Jan. We've been the hosts of Auto Talk for over six years now, and we're so glad you're joining us here. Hope you're having a fantastic Thanksgiving holiday weekend. I know we are. Got a lot of family in, and we are thoroughly enjoying this holiday. Uh, just before the break, I was uh, starting to wander in, I guess segue into um, uh, an experience that Jan and I had uh, recently um, uh, dealing with our insurance carrier uh, on a total loss of one of our vehicles. And um, we, we really learned a tremendous amount of, quite honestly, what we, we really didn't know were the, were, I guess, the actions of insurance companies and the way um, they deal with these situations. But it also helped us learn a tremendous amount as well about um, if your vehicle is just in a collision and it is repairable. And we're going to talk about both of those situations. That's a repairable collision situation uh, as well as a total loss. 
I kind of got things set up and teed off on that just before I went to the break. And, and before I dive into it, because there's a lot to cover on it, I, I would be remiss if I did not say thank you uh, to our sponsors of Auto Talk uh, as well. And I want to say thank you, uh, first of all, to Mike's Car Wash. Uh, Mike's Car Wash uh, has been a sponsor of Auto Talk um, as long as we've been behind the microphone, and we thoroughly appreciate that. They help bring this program to you each and every Saturday. And uh, they have four great locations around the Miami Valley. Uh, they are a tremendous family-owned and operated uh, car wash company, the highest level of professionalism. Um, you need to check them out. Go to mikescarwash.com. If you want the absolute very best car wash and car wash experience year-round, 24-7, uh, check them out, mikescarwash.com. They've got the very best special of the year going on right now. It's their book special. Um, they make great, great holiday gifts. Uh, so again, go to mikescarwash.com. You can buy them online or you can just stop in and pick them up at any one of their four great locations. There is one in Beaver Creek, two in Centerville, and one in South Lebanon, Ohio currently. So thank you again, Mike's Car Wash. We truly appreciate your sponsorship and support of Auto Talk. I also wanted to say thank you to uh, one of our longtime uh, business partners and uh, parts vendors uh, within our, or at our company, and that is BG Products. BG Products uh, has been around for many, many years, supplying professionals throughout the industry with the finest level or the finest quality of automotive component cleaning chemicals as well as automotive lubricants and replacement fluids for uh, things like the uh, cooling system on your car, uh, the uh, engine crankcase, the transmission, the differentials, the uh, you know several of those components as well as brake fluids. But they also have custom built um, the very, very best equipment that helps all of us that serve as vehicles each and every day to properly uh, transfer the fluids out, do it in a safe environmental way, and put new fresh fluids back in and be able to guarantee to you that that vehicle is going to run better than it did before we did that. So thank you to BG Products. If you need to learn more, you want to learn more about them, uh, you can go to our website, murphysautocare.com, or you can just go to bgprod.com. So thank you to both of those great companies. All right, all right. I guess I've got a second or two here before i got to go to another break. I want to remind all of you uh, that we are right smack dab in the middle of our annual uh, Children's Food Bank fundraiser. And it's a great way to help uh, fill up the food banks, both in Beaver Creek and in Centerville. Um, tell you what, my producer's pointing at me. I've got to run to this break. I'm going to come back, tell you more about that, and then we're going to dive into the big topic. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Auto Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back, everyone, to Auto Talk today. So glad you're joining us here. I'm Dave Murphy, your host of Auto Talk each and every Saturday, along with my lovely wife and business partner, Jan. We are also the owners of Murphy's Auto Care in Beaver Creek and in Centerville. Um, we are at 3815 Dayton Senior Road and have been for almost 30 years now in Beaver Creek. We are at 100 North Main Street in Centerville, and uh, we have been there uh, going on about two years. So um, we... Uh, are in a couple of great communities and of course the whole Miami Valley is a great place to be and we are so thankful uh, to get to serve the motorists of this great great town great city Dayton Ohio 
I hope you're having a great Thanksgiving weekend. Um, Like I said, I'm Dave Murphy. I'm here and uh, your host of Auto Talk. All right, just before the break, just before the break, I was talking about uh, our fundraiser that we have going on each and every November and December at Murphy's Auto Care. It's a great way for you to save a few dollars on a service visit coming out to see us over the next two months. But it's also a great way to help um, fully stock the, the children's weekend food banks one in Beaver Creek, which is called Feed the Creek, and you can check them out on our website or you can go to their website, and also Food to Go in Centerville. Uh, so uh, two very, very worthy uh, food banks. They help children uh, you know, when they are actually at home or over the weekend with uh, food they may not have access to. Uh, but um, we love helping them out. And we appreciate you helping us help them out. And so if you uh, come in, get your car service, and you want to save $10 off that service visit, just bring in um, one, uh, bring in a donation, I should say, uh, of your choice that is on the list we have on our website. Go there to Murphy's Auto Care. Check it out. It's a great way for you to save some money and also uh, help uh, help the children in our community. So, again, Monday, or not Monday, but uh, November and December, uh, we're going to be helping uh, do that with your help, and we greatly appreciate it. So thank you for uh, hearing us out on that. All right, I'm going to dive into uh, to this topic of um, the auto insurance world and uh, not so much purchasing your policy, nothing to do with that really, just what it's like when you've had either a collision uh, with another vehicle uh, or whatever, and your vehicle is either repairable or, in our case, we had a total loss situation. And... Uh, some of the things that I learned, really, really wanted to share with you, and uh, some of the acronyms that you, you need to be aware of, one of them is called ACV. It's called, it stands for Actual Cash Value, and that can be negotiated. And just to give you a little backstory on our situation, so we had a uh, fairly late model vehicle, uh, about five years old, that uh, was involved uh, in the in Hurricane uh, Ian in Florida about seven or eight weeks ago. So it was totally submerged. The vehicle was a total loss. And, of, of course, we were you know, going to file our, our claim against our collision portion of our policy. So um, in that process, we had to make the claim uh, to take a bunch of pictures of the vehicle. And typically what would happen, what did happen with most uh, folks in this situation, especially there in Florida recently, was that um, the claim would be made and the insurer would immediately rush to pick up that vehicle and get it in their possession and get it to one of their... Uh, holding lots, and then they do some brief assessment of it, and then they turn back around and come back to you as the owner of the vehicle, and they make you an offer on the vehicle. And that is where uh, the rub, I'll say, at least in our situation, starts, and I think it did quite honestly for most people. The whole topic of what's going to happen with these vehicles, and by the way, folks, uh, it's estimated there were 300,000 vehicles in that southwest Florida area that were total losses. Um, many of them were, were purely sitting in their parking spot uh, when they were flooded. Of course, in, in many cases as well, the flood waters or the storm surge picked those vehicles up and moved them around uh, quite a ways, quite a distance, uh, banged them into a lot of things, so there's damage to them. But, uh, you know, a lot of these vehicles, or they're all going to be sold uh, at salvage auctions, and we'll, we'll see uh, have, if we have other issues with those as they move into possibly our area to be resold. You just never know. But getting back on point on um, the vehicle loss situation and the negotiation of that, insurance companies, their goal here is to settle quickly and settle for as little as they possibly can 
when it comes to a total loss. And this, the reason I want to share this is because this still applies to, let's just say your vehicle is in an accident and it's deemed a total loss. It's the same situation, it's the same process. Um, the insurance uh, carrier of that vehicle uh, or of uh, the um, in insurance of whoever may have caused the accident may be responsible for it. Uh, they want to settle this as quickly as possible because they know if, if the uh, owner of that vehicle uh, will settle quickly, they typically can get out of it for less than the true value of that vehicle. And ACV means, the actual, it stands for actual cash value. And there's the insurance understanding or belief, or at least this, you know, what they would like to get you to believe cash value means. Uh, but quite honestly, the actual cash value really means what it's going to cost you to go out and replace that same like vehicle. Not a new vehicle, but a vehicle with similar miles, uh, in similar condition, as close as they can get it. So what they do is they attempt to do some comparative uh uh, comprehensive uh, com 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 comparisons. There we go. I got it. Spit it out, Dave. In an attempt to come up with a, a value of the vehicle, and um, depending on the insurance carrier, I, I'm not trying to say that all of them operate this way, but they all do use a independent uh, system uh, that gives them a fairly quick, more or less digital. Com, you know, uh, comparison so they can share with you and get you to settle and take the check and they can move on. In our case, uh, the value of the vehicle that and they're offered to us was, was quite honestly much less than what I knew that vehicle to be. And being what we do for a living and we inspect vehicles all day long and we look at vehicles and we have, a, we believe, a very good feel for what vehicles are, uh, I knew we were um, probably... Uh, in store uh, for a little bit of uh, a negotiation battle with our insurance carrier. And as it turned out, it, it took 43 days to get them to settle. Um, some of the things that I learned, I want to share with you is, is that uh, some of the tactics are they want to speak to you over the phone. I would highly recommend to you that you don't do that, that uh, you immediately start dealing with them only in writing, typically via email. Um, and. Uh, that keeps them above board. Uh, it keeps everything documented in the event you have to take uh, more serious action in order to be treated fairly. So keep it in writing. That would be one of, one of my things I'd like to share with you. Don't speak to them on the phone because that is where they will pressure owners of vehicles. Uh, they will attempt to um, you know, get you to settle for the amount they're offering you. They will, in many cases, um, tell you that you will be responsible for storage. You may be responsible for additional towing to move a vehicle. None of that is true. So you want to check into your policy. That's one thing you do. You want to know your policy. And um, this was one of the things that I, I really feel like we, as consumers, don't do. We purchase things like insurance policies for our home, for our cars, for whatever. And because we just want the insurance, uh, we just sign for it. We write the check. We give them our credit card, whatever it is that we do. And we assume that our expectation will be met in the event we need to use those insurance policies. And, folks, it, it can that can be so far from the truth it's not even funny. But the key is having a copy of your policy, reading it, understanding it, getting clarity on it if you don't understand it, 
because you need to make sure uh, that you are going to be covered. And um, insurance companies, it's their job to make a profit for their shareholders, all right? They can't be profitable if they pay everyone whatever you know everyone thinks their car is worth. And, and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of folks you know, that may have a misunderstanding of what the true value of their vehicle is. In our case, I do know what our vehicle is worth. I knew what it was worth in the market. Uh, and in the market that the vehicle lives in, that's also key and that's important. So it can be, be a long, arduous process. It's just one that you have to be patient. You have to be professional. You need to keep it in writing. And um, you may even need to consider hiring what's called a public adjuster if you're just not getting anywhere with them. Um, but that, that is, again, elevating it to another, to another level. Some of the other things, uh, another acronym that's, that may be necessary to use, it's, it's part of knowing your rights and understanding your policy. It's called invoking your RTA, and that's your right to an independent appraisal. In, it, in the event that you don't agree or you can't both agree, meaning the insurance carrier and you, the owner of the vehicle, on the value of your vehicle. So you do have a right, um, but hopefully you don't have to get to that point uh, to have that appraisal done because that appraisal is, uh, you are responsible for that cost. <clears throat> and that can cost you between $1,200 to $2,000 to get this other appraisal. So you have to look at how much is realistically you're going to you know, get or get them closer to being a fair, equitable settlement and, and decide if that's really where you want to go. But it's a key point to know and be aware of um, because insurance companies, they don't want to go there either. Again, they want to settle. Uh, they, they want to move on. And because I've got a lot of cars to take, you know, to settle on, quite honestly, especially in a situation like this. And there's another, another point that um, we learned or another thing that we learned, and that is, is that in all states, I believe this is correct in all states, um, insurers have to pay at least the undisputed amount while they're negotiating with you or with a public adjuster. So what this means is that they make your the offer to you for the total loss settlement. And let's just say the offer is $20,000, but you can prove and you can support that the vehicle's worth $26,000. Well, that extra $6,000 is still in dispute but they can't hold up the $20,000 that they've offered you. And they will. They won't send you anything if you dig your heels in and say, look, I'm not happy with that. We're going to have to renegotiate or you know, whatever your negotiations are in writing. But um, it's very important to get them to go ahead and send you the undisputed amount because you may need to go purchase another vehicle. And that's one of the things that they're all counting on is that most people need their insurance settlement money to go purchase another vehicle. Everybody doesn't, but some people do. Not everybody can go back out, replace a vehicle, or doesn't need that vehicle. So they're betting on that, that you're under pressure from time. You need to get a vehicle. Most people have to still get to work, have to take care of their children and go places and run, the, run their life. So they will use that to their advantage. And... Um, it's it's really uh, kind of sad in a way, but that's business and that's how they operate. So 
please know and, and know or understand that you can get at least the undisputed amount sent to you in advance so that you can start moving forward. And then you can deal with the rest of whatever that undisputed amount or the disputed amount is. Another key thing, and, and this is in the state of Ohio at least, insurance carriers <clears throat> are required by law to settle within 46 days total of you making the claim on a vehicle, on a total loss. And if they don't settle, then they're, they are seen as acting not in good faith. And when they don't act in good faith, that means they are acting in bad faith. And that's really not good for them and won't be beneficial to them if, in fact, you have to uh, take them to court. So those are some things that we learned. Um, there are you know, several other things. And if you have questions about it, give me a call. Uh, send me an email at Dave at murphysautocare.com. Be happy to share it with you if you have other thoughts, other opinions, whatever, or just your experience. I'd love to hear about it. Uh, it was quite an eye-opener for both Jan and I. And um, we, uh, you know, we, we always want to share these things, the experience. And um, I was, I did actually use a public adjuster, and I would highly recommend that, and I can recommend one to you if you, in fact, would like to, to utilize one. All right, uh, got a little bit more to cover on that and a couple other things. I'm going to run to a really quick break. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Auto Talk right here on WHIO. Be right back. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Well, welcome back, everyone. So glad you've been hanging in here with me as we had this uh, Auto Talk program today on the uh, Thanksgiving holiday weekend. Hopefully, you're uh, spending a lot of great time uh, with family and enjoying it, and uh, maybe enjoying a few days off uh, from the grind, right? So, uh, I'm your host, Dave Murphy, along with my uh, wife and business partner, Jan. We've uh, been your host of Auto Talk now for a little over six years and always thoroughly enjoy it. And uh, so glad you've been hanging out with us. This has been um, a, a program today that I've really looked forward to uh, sharing with all of you. And I hope that uh, the, the uh, previous segment that we just did regarding understanding your rights, maybe understanding a little more uh, clarity about uh, insurance settlements uh, in the event, especially that you are your vehicle is involved and it's a total loss. And um, so if you have any questions about that, tune into the podcast. You can pick it up here uh, on WHIO shortly uh, later tomorrow. And it'll also be on our website uh, starting Monday. You can catch it that way. Or just send me an email if you have a question, any questions about it, to dave at murphysautocare.com. Uh, I wanted to touch on one more thing that we, we learned and I was uh, exposed to when it comes to any type of collision. And uh, let's just say your vehicle is involved in, in an accident. Um, you know, it is repairable. Um, and, uh, you know, you're going to get the vehicle back. There is, a, there is a term now within the insurance industry called diminished value. And there is such a thing as diminished value settlement. And what that means is, is that if a vehicle is involved in an accident, it will then be noted and forever known, as an example on a Carfax report, that that vehicle was in an accident. It reduces or diminishes the value of your vehicle at no, due to no fault of yours. Okay, So insurance companies aren't wanting to talk about this, but this is something that's real, and they are settling claims. So 
If you've had an accident, your vehicle was repaired, maybe, maybe repaired correctly, hopefully it was, the reality is your vehicle is worth less than the same vehicle that's not been in an accident. And you won't know about it until you go to trade your vehicle in or sell the vehicle. So it's very, very important to understand that. We're going to cover it more uh, on next week's program. We'll talk more about it. And uh, I'm going to speak to a couple of folks that are very involved in this in the industry. But it is something that I really think is very important for people to know about, understand, because this can this can be thousands of dollars of loss that you're unaware of and that insurance companies have to pay you for. We're going to talk more about that. Um, but bottom line, when it comes to your vehicle's insurance and really your homeowner's insurance as well, get a copy of your policy. Read it. I know it might be a bit boring, all 39 pages of it, but understand it. Understand what they are going to cover in the event you have a loss, whether it's a collision um, at fault or not, uh, whether it's uh, you know a total loss, whatever it may be. Understand your policy. It's just like reading the owner's manual for your vehicle or whatever it is you own. It's so very important. You'll be much farther ahead, and I hope that's helpful, useful information to you uh, here today. Uh, again, I'm Dave Murphy. Uh, Jan and I, my wife, we are the owners. Uh, we founded Murphy's Auto Care in Beaver Creek 30 years ago. We've been blessed by so many wonderful clients over the years, and now we're also in Centerville. We want to wish you, from our family to all of you and your families, a very happy, safe, and uh, memory-filled holiday weekend here. And thank you again for tuning in to us today on WHIO. Thank you for following us on Auto Talk all year long. We sincerely appreciate that. And if we can be of any help with you, for you, I should say, with your vehicles, please contact us at murphysautocare.com. We're there each and every day to serve you and your family. Have a wonderful weekend, and thank you again. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.